One thing that I talk a lot about on this podcast is the balance between self-care and business. And that's because if we don't take care of ourselves, we won't be able to effectively run our businesses. We can't ignore the conversations that happen around being a business owner and how that affects our stress levels and mental health. I've seen firsthand how running a business can put a strain on our mental health and what happens if there's no one to talk to that can help. If you've reached a point where you might be feeling stressed, anxious, depressed, or overwhelmed, then my sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, online environment at your own convenience. And with a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network, you can find access to help that may not otherwise be available in your area and request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs and get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com strategy. That's better com slash strategy. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives, business minus the bullshit. Whether you're new in business or find yourself in a season of change, get ready to build a strategy, create an action plan, and crush those goals. I'm Sasha, host of Strategy for Creatives, and I help female-led businesses grow their brands in authentic, measurable, and meaningful ways without the stress. There's no sugar coating here. I'm serving up real tips and actionable steps you can take to help get you organized, get off the path to burnout, and grow your brand like a boss. So go ahead, pull up a chair, grab a notepad, and let's talk business. Welcome to Strategy for Creatives Business Minus the Bullshit. I, of course, am your host, Sasha. And today I want to take a deeper dive into marketing, specifically marketing mistakes that you might be making in your business that aren't really helping you convert potential clients into actually paying clients and things you might be wasting your money on or areas where you're just not that focused and it could be hurting your marketing efforts. And I always want everyone to try to work smarter, not harder, and do the things that actually make sense for their business. So today I want to talk about five marketing mistakes that you might be making and that you should probably try to avoid making and what you should be doing instead. So let's just dive right into it. The first mistake that I see a lot of my clients making is that they are trying to be everything for everybody. They are having too broad of a market. They're trying to do all of the services instead of niching down and trying to offer specific specialized services. And so when you do too much of that, when you are trying to offer too many services at once, you are often going to confuse your audience. And on the back end, you're going to end up burning yourself out because you are doing too much. I actually have one client or I had a client who was doing exactly this. She offered social media management, website building, business consulting, and she got to the point in her business where one, she wasn't charging enough, so she was burning herself out, but she was too broad in what she was offering. She was trying to be everything for everybody. By offering too many services, you're going to confuse your audience. 
they would rather pay more money to someone who is doing something specialized than someone who is a jack of all trades. So if you're offering too many different services, you might want to consider niching down, focusing on one or two key offerings that you can really hone in on what your client's problems are, or even a product that you're selling, what you can hone in on something that you can sell that will make it easier for you to market that product instead of trying to dive into too many different areas. If you can imagine trying to market website building and social media management and business consulting are going to talk to different audiences. It's not necessarily the same people that need those same services. And so you're trying to talk to two broad of an audience. You want to build a business that's going to be sustainable for you, that's going to be sustainable for the lifestyle that you want. And when you're offering too much and can be hard to try to talk to all of those different people. So find a focus that works for you. For example, I, when I had my business that was only in stationary, I primarily focused on social events is what I initially focused on until I realized that pretty much all of my clients were coming for weddings. And so that's what I decided to niche down into was into wedding design for stationery. But if you are someone who does something like that, you can also niche down further into that. I know wedding designers who do stationery that only do letterpress stationery or they do a specific type of design for stationery. It's about knowing who your audience is and then you can speak specifically to the problems that they're facing and you're not trying to market to everyone. You're instead going to be able to talk to specifically to the people who need your type of services. Another mistake that I see a lot of people having is that they do not have much of an online presence or they are involved in only social media. And y'all know I talk about this all the time. I talk about how social media should not be your only online presence. There are a surprising actually number of people who don't have websites either. My personal opinion is that a website is necessary. A lot of people will argue that you don't need a website. I don't agree with that. I actually think that you do need a website. I think that you need to be able to send people off of social media into a page that's not just links, whether it's a landing page, whether it's something that they can get a freebie from you. You want to be able to send people to some place that you own and that you are creating that can gather their information, that can take their emails, that can give them the information they need and isn't relied upon just with social media. It's not necessary to invest a ton of money when you're starting out into a fancy website. You can get away with just having a landing page. Like I said, a simple one page website for some people is just fine. But you want to have some place where people can go, whether it is a website or a links page that is going to more information about what you're offering. People should be able to identify right away who you are, who you help and the problems that you're solving. We do not want to rely too much on social media and you want to make sure that you do have some sort of online presence. Now you don't have to be on everything. You don't have to have a Facebook page and a Twitter and an Instagram and a TikTok and all of that stuff. You don't need to be on all of the interwebs. You don't have to be on everything online. But I do encourage you, if you don't already, to at least have a basic website that can give people, again, that information about who you are, who you service, and what you're offering. Because people need that information in order to make informed decisions about whether they want to purchase your service or product. I also see a lot of people, and this is probably another thing that I coach so many of my clients on, when they are talking in their social media marketing or when they are having their copy written on their websites, it's a lot about themselves. It's a lot of essentially that homepage is an about me page. And that's not what you want to do 
when you are trying to market your business. Remember that your content is about who you're trying to service. It should be about your ideal clients and not about you. Of course, it is important to talk about your story in order to build that like no trust factor. That's why some of your content should incorporate behind the scenes and information about you and as much as your personal life as you are willing to share. But you don't always want to be talking about you. You want to be focused on what you do that helps your ideal client. What are the problems that they're facing and how can you help them solve that? How can you help them overcome that? What are, what, if you're selling a product, what is it that you're selling and how can it help them in their day? And it's sometimes harder with products to do that because products in most times, in a lot of cases, they are a want, they're not a need. So what problem are you solving for people? When I used to sell a lot of physical products like my coffee mugs and things like that, it's not necessarily that I'm solving a problem, but more of creating a feeling. So what feeling am I creating when I'm selling products? Is it that I want you to be happy when you look at a mug? Is that I want you to be empowered when you're looking at one of my mugs? That's what I was going for when I was selling products. And so you want to think about your ideal client, your ideal customer, what are their struggles? What feelings do they have right now? What are their holdups or what's holding them back from doing certain things in their lives and in their business? And what do you do that helps them solve that or helps them overcome that or invokes a certain feeling in them? Because that's what you want to be talking about. I did talk about this when I talked about social media, about how you need to build that like no trust factor. But a lot of that comes from providing value. And a lot of people are missing the mark on that when it comes to their marketing. They are talking too much about themselves, about their credentials, about what they do exactly, and not enough about what it is their clients are facing, what problems they're facing, and and how they help clients solve those problems. So less talk about yourself, more talk about what it is that you do to help people and what you give them back. That is also a big key, especially for those in the services industry. You want to talk about what you are giving them back. A lot of times it can be hard to say, for example, myself, As a business strategist, I know that I can help my clients put strategy behind their business and I know that I can help them put action plans behind their business. But what am I ultimately giving them? I'm giving them a structure, yes, to help run their business. But a lot of times what they get back is time because once they work with me and we work together and create these systems and these plans and these ways to help build their business they are going to get time back that they otherwise would have spent doing the same routine things without having a system not knowing what they should be doing and so they get valuable time back to themselves whether it's more time they want to spend on different activities in their business or if it's other if they want to spend that time with family or friends they're going to get time back and time for a lot of people is what motivates them to make certain purchases so make sure that you are incorporating that too if if one of the things you can give back to people is time make sure that you talk about that and that you're telling them that that is something that they get out of working with you I also talk about this way too much a a lot of people are spending way too much time on doing the wrong things and when I say the wrong things it's again that CEO day stuff right If you are spending too much time on the routine ways of doing things, if you haven't created systems in your building, or you haven't created systems in your business, you aren't doing the things that is putting your business out there. You aren't goal planning, action setting, and doing that behind the scenes business work. 
then that means your marketing efforts might not be paying off. Yes, having a business, a successful business, it does take a lot of work and you oftentimes have to do wear many, many different hats. We've all been there. In fact, I did a real probably early last year um, where it's like meet my accounting department manager and my website developer and my product shipper. It's all me, right? Like we all have been there in our business where we're all doing that and we're all focusing on all of those little things. And it is an entrepreneur struggle that we have to spend our time focusing on those things. But you want to remember that a lot of your marketing effort should be spent on relationship and client engaging activities. That means doing things like networking, reaching out to clients, booking discovery calls. Um, If you're in Facebook groups that relate to your business, answering those posts where you can come off as an expert and encouraging them to DM you or to visit your website. So are you spending the majority of your time behind the scenes in your business consuming more information than you're putting out there? Are you doing too much of the uh, webinars and all of these $49 offers where, you know, live webinar to get X, Y, and Z information? Are you doing too much of that where you're trying to do too much learning versus showing, showcasing yourself as an expert in your field? So you want to make sure that you're doing the time and spending the time on the right tasks when it comes to marketing that are going to give you the biggest ROI, the return on investment. You want to make sure that your time is worthy of what you're spending it on and not focusing on things that aren't going to serve you the most in your business. This also plays in a lot to outsourcing. And again, that's something I talk about frequently. If you find yourself in a position where you know that you don't have the time to spend on these marketing tasks, where you're putting yourself out there or replying to DMs or booking discovery calls, then that might be something that you want to consider outsourcing. I do this for myself in my own business. I have someone who helps warm up leads for me and who reaches out to people on my behalf. And then I take over the conversation when it comes to a certain point because I know I don't have the time to do those things. And so if you are lacking the time, that may be something that's considered that you consider outsourcing. So that way you are spending that time marketing your business in a way that makes sense and you're not spending it doing other things that aren't serving your business well. And I did talk about this a little bit before when I was talking about your online presence, but a lot of people, this is probably another mistake that I see a lot of people making is they're trying to be on everything. They're trying to be on every social media platform that you can think of. TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You don't have to do all of that, right? I personally recommend no more than one or two. Pick one that really has one where your people are and one that you can learn and dedicate yourself to spending time on because every social media platform is going to function differently. The way that you speak to your audience is going to function differently. The way that people connect with you is going to be different. And so you don't want to waste your time and energy trying to be on all of the platforms because you feel like you have to, because one, that is extremely hard to manage. And two, it's not going to be the biggest bang for your buck in terms of marketing not every not all of your people hang out in all of the places I know for example a lot of my people are on Facebook and a lot of my people are on Instagram and so that's why I spend my efforts when it comes to marketing that's why I have my strategy for creatives Facebook group because I can talk to directly to the people who I'm trying to reach that's why I'm in Facebook groups that have a lot of the people who would benefit from my services because I know that I can reach them there and as long as I'm talking and offering value those people are more likely to go to my website to listen to the podcast and to be interested in what I'm offering 
I love being on TikTok. I love scrolling TikTok. I can scroll TikTok all day. But I also know the demographics of TikTok mean that my people aren't really on there. And if they are, they're doing the same thing that I'm doing. They're scrolling just to get entertained versus to make business decisions, right? And so figure out where your people are and spend the time posting on those platforms, those one or two platforms versus trying to be everywhere. I talked last week on how you know it's time to hire a social media manager. And so if you know that you don't have the time to market on platforms or you want to focus specifically on, say, Facebook or Instagram or even TikTok, but you don't have the skill set necessary or you don't have the time necessary to market on those platforms, hire a social media manager that can create content for you or that can manage that aspect for you. And it'll so much free up your time. It'll just be night and day with how much energy you spend trying to create content versus how much effort they're able to put into it. And you'll actually see a, a big ROI when it comes to social media managers. So I suggest going back and listening to that episode, but you want to make sure that you aren't trying to be everywhere when you don't have to be. Again, it will burn you out and it's not something that you need to do. And so just to kind of recap and action item for the episode, if you, if any of these sound like you, I really want you to consider what you can do to try to change these mistakes that you might be making. Do not try to be everything for everybody. Maybe focus on niching down into a specific service that you can offer or a specific industry. Try not to market to everyone because when you're trying to speak to everyone, you end up speaking to no one. So what does that mean? Again, if you're a graphic designer, that doesn't mean that you have to do every facet of graphic design. I know a lot of graphic designers who focus just on brand strategy. I know a lot of graphic designers who only do logo design or who do branding and don't do brand strategy and don't do websites. I know some who only do websites, right? If you're a social media manager, maybe that means you niche down into only focusing on TikTok. Maybe that means that you niche down into only doing Instagram reels and creating stuff like that for your clients. If you're someone like myself who's a coach or a strategist, maybe that means you niche down into businesses that are just starting or businesses that have been around for three to five years and are pivoting. I know someone or I follow someone on Instagram who works with businesses that are pivoting and that's what they niched into. So you want to get clear on who you're talking to because it makes it so much easier to talk directly to them and to tell them the problem that you're solving. Please get a website. Please have an online presence that isn't just social media. Be able to send people to a landing page or someplace where you can collect emails that let them know who you are and the problem that they're facing and how you can help solve them. Make sure that you're not talking about yourself too much. Yes, build that like, no trust factor so they can get to know you, but also show them the value that you give them when they work with you or when they buy something from you. Don't only talk about yourself. Don't spend too much time doing the wrong things in your business. When it comes to marketing, make sure that means you're spending your time and your effort on networking, on reaching out to potential clients, on doing all of those discovery and and those client marketing activities on how clients can reach you, responding to DMs, commenting on people's Instagram or Facebook questions. Make sure that you're spending time doing those types of activities instead of ones that aren't going to serve you well. And then lastly, again, make sure that you're not trying to be on every social media platform. You don't need to be everywhere. What you need to 
focus on is that where you are is really giving people value and really giving you the best marketing that you can and not trying to divvy that up into too many platforms. So I know that we have all in business made marketing mistakes. I have done probably all of these. I've tried to be on Twitter. I've tried to be on on TikTok. I know that prior in my business, I was too broad with things that I offered. I I tried to be everything to everyone because uh, we get into that mentality that we're putting or leaving money on the table. That's not true. If you're making these mistakes, think about ways you can do to correct them so that way you are marketing your business in a way that makes sense and a way that's going to help it grow. Are you ready to uplevel your business? Join the five-day Be Your Own CEO Challenge. All the details are available on the website at www.buy-sasha.com. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And of course, follow and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms. Want to follow me on social? I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Strategy by Sasha. Make sure you tune in next Tuesday for more business tips. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.